everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. BetOnline is your number one source for all your championship finals info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines and the latest matchup reports for this year's NBA and Stanley Cup finals. BetOnline is your sports intel headquarters this season as we have you covered for all your insider sports wagering needs. From basketball and hockey to MLB, UFC, and boxing. The latest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your home. Get into the action today. Head to the website or use your mobile device to join and and be sure to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals, it is the Arizona Cardinals-centric specific show, where of course we talk about the Arizona Cardinals here in the Phoenix metropolitan area. I am one of your co-hosts, I am Javon J. Love Adams, and with me as always is the one and only man who was who could steal bases back in the day, he could also, he wait on that fastball and then send it over the, send it over the, the, the fences. Uh, he also played in that first Super Bowl-bound team for the Atlanta Falcons, the one and only Ed Smith. What is good, my brother? What up, though, Jay? Halfway through June, bro, we got only a few more weeks where players will be reporting to training camps. And so we, we, we're done with NBA. Baseball's in the, you know, not necessarily dog days, but in the middle of the season. And football, it's like you can almost smell it in the air. <laughs> those jocks that you're smelling? I mean, what the hell is wrong with you, right? <laughs> So, so today, a couple of things wanted to touch on. Uh, one of them, I want to understand to get easy's under to get easy's uh, take on how important mini camps are. We we had this discussion on our Easy Sports Talk show, which you can find now three days a week during the week. In addition to our Saturday show, just uh, search, search Easy Sports Talk show wherever you find your podcast. And in addition to that, um, you know, how long does it take talent to gel before you want to hit the eject button? I want you to put on your uh, your GM cap, so to speak, in terms of a report that was uh, in terms of not a report, but an article and a ranking, a, a ranking about the QB, uh, the starting QB and the offensive line for the Arizona Cardinals. And then also, you know, Buda Baker, he's in camp physically, just, you know, we'll get into thoughts on that. And then also how much if is it a risk at all? For Monty Austin for it to tear this thing down and rebuild. So let's start with the uh, let's start with the first thing. Mandatory minicamps, three days in there. There, the I want your thoughts because somebody like me, I don't understand. Does it make that big of a deal? I know you've talked before about you know the 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 season before you uh, you got to the Super Bowl, what that was like when you were in the Atlanta Falcons. Can you talk about maybe the importance, or if I'm putting too not putting enough on it, or putting too much on it in terms of what uh, mandatory minicamp can do or not do for a team? Well, you know, minicamps is is kind of. I guess a lot of people will poo-poo them and think, ah, oh, it's just, you know, middle, middle of the summer. 
it's not that important that these guys get together. And man, I'm telling you, they are so important, especially for organizations that are the, are the like the Cardinals are the, their situation right now. They've got new general manager, uh, new coaches, you know, a couple hold out or, you know, a couple left leftovers from the other regime. But for, for the most part, you got brand new coaching staff. You got uh, a whole new philosophy uh, in terms of how they're going to handle things within the building. And, you know, then you think about offense and defense and special teams. These are all things that are going to be changing as far as, you know, um, uh, different playbooks and stuff like that. So this is very important, especially for a team like the Cardinals, to get together. You have the OTAs, but OTAs are kind of – there's a reason they're not mandatory because it's basically workouts, and then we'll get you in the, the rooms – for the meeting room for a little bit and we can go over some stuff and, you know, but there's not a lot of like game, like there's not a lot of specifics that you get to work on. When you have these mandatory mini camps, it's now like mini training camp. We're going to have a schedule of the day of in the meeting rooms, but then we're going to go out in the field with the shells because there's not any hitting or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But we're actually going to start running through stuff at, you know, let's say a 75, 80% kind of uh, tempo. So there's not a lot of bumping and grinding going on out there, but players will now be able to take the stuff they're looking at on the board, in the playbooks and get out. And this is like the first time of organized. This is the stuff that we're trying to start trying to feed you as far as the game, the, you know, this is our playbook and stuff like that. So it's very important. And I said to you earlier when we were doing our uh, easy sports talk uh, show and it, it, it it's like, when we were younger and we had to take tests, SAT, SATs and ACTs and all that kind of stuff. Yes, sir. And it's, you know, there was a reason you practice those things. So when it finally came time to take it, it was like, we're game ready. Same thing for these mini camps and stuff. They are very important because it's practice to start figuring out, you know, what we're going to be, what we're going to look like on the field. This is the, the you know, the play calls and the, the um, you know, the signals and the motions and this, you know, because it's all, terminology i mean it's it's so important i didn't think about the terminology i mean i know we talked about that previously in a different way but when you said terminology it's different if you have the same coaching staff that's coming back no you got totally different terminology that you gotta that that you have to that you have to uh get down pat Uh, well here's a here's a crazy part jay there's only so many ways you can run power there's only so many you know route trees but everybody's got a different terminology as we call it for yeah. those things and then the motions the blocking schemes i remember when i was with the uh falcons you know coming from washington a year before we ran the same plays but it was you know instead of tag with my uh, uh tackling guard combination or you know a guard or tackle tight end combination we had different you know things and those are very important because you got to get that old stuff out of your head. You got to get the new stuff in the motions, all the wiggles and waggles and why over this, that, you know, mm-hmm. these are things that you can start getting into your head and, you know, get a chance to to hear it. And, and as much as you hear it now, once you get to training camp, it's like you're going to have to hear it a thousand more times. So it really sinks in right. because what happens is you're doing this stuff now and you can afford to, Oh, you know, we used to call it this when I was there or, you know, and then you, you but now when you're close, you get to the season, there's no time Ooh. for mistakes. Yeah. And this stuff, people forget this stuff happens at 40 second clips. You run a play, Ooh. 
you're right back at it. And it's like, you know, this stuff, you got to have this stuff ingrained in your head. And this is where it starts. And that's why these mini camps are so important. And, you know, you get, I love, like you mentioned, Buddha. We'll talk about him coming up here in a second. But now the new, even terminology for not, it's, it's holding in instead of holding out. So he's showing up. <laughs> Yes, he's not participating, you know. Yes, but yes. and that's you know it's very important for these guys to be here and be involved, especially let's just say it, Jay, when you have the lack of talent that we have, the it's going to be even more important that everybody knows what the heck they're doing, and yeah. you know this is the beginning of you know begin, starting that culture and everything, and it all starts in the off season. It's very important. One last thing I'll tell you. Yeah, I remember when I went to Atlanta in '97. And it, we were, you know, all ragtag coming together. First seven games or eight games of that season, we were one and seven. And then, you know, we finished on a good clip. But that following off season, that's when it all started to gel. That's when, you know, so, I, you know, we, we can hold hope that Cardinals might look horrible this year, but they're building something. And it all starts with these offseason workouts and programs. Makes sense. Makes sense. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So, <sighs> This is the time of year where you start to get those lists because this is often once once NBA and NHL are done, now it's baseball, and then you're waiting for waiting for college and pro football to to begin. Uh, so you, that's why you start seeing all these lists and these Mount Rushmores and all that stuff. And so there was a there was an article that again get this from Cards Wire, the Cardinals five player core ranked last in the NFL. And so there's a, what, who is it from? It's the person that came up with this is um, uh, Seth. Yes. Seth, no, Seth Waldner took the, in, 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 um, in an ESPN article, took the top five player course from each team and then ranked the teams. So when you think of the, like almost a five player core, so to speak, and how it measures up. So the five player core for the Cardinals, Kyler Murray, safety Buda Baker, Marquise Brown, offensive lineman DJ Humphreys, and offensive lineman Paris Johnson, and and uh, who is the the number their first round pick this year, and so he then he does this for each one of the teams, and the Cardinals are dead last. Now I don't know if they should be dead last just because the guys are because you have what Johnson coming in as a rookie. I don't think DJ Humphreys is that terrible. Marquise Brown, I could kind of take or leave him. I know that you uh, refuse to call him Hollywood; you call him Marquise. But uh, I'm name him Marquise. I'm gonna call him Marquise. <laughs> and and then we have Buda Baker, who is who is phenomenal mm-hmm. at his position if he's going to be here. And then Kyler Murray is that big question mark. But when you think about those players as it relates, if that's the core of that team, if that's a five-player course, um, what is, do you think that, the, what, do you, what is that, what does that make you think of? Does that make you think of a four-win season? Or can what I, is, yeah, give can me I ask you that. something? What are you yeah. looking at? That makes you think that that's not last. And I'll ask I don't you think it's, it can't be last. I'm not saying right. maybe it's a, maybe it should be in the bottom tier, but not necessarily. Let, dead me, last. let me break it. Let me break it down for you. Okay. Then, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. We got a quarterback that's currently injured, although he's talented, but he's injured. Yeah. Might not even be available till mid to late season. Possibility he might not be here at all. Period. Right. I mean, that's one thing. Yeah. Okay. Then you got Buda (laughs) Baker, who doesn't even want to be here. Mm He's already asked for a trade. I want out. Then you look at the rest of that list. Marquise Brown, who was a, at best, he's a two. 
as far as yeah. wide receiver, but he's going to be our number one because we just got rid of DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. So you got a two masquerading as a one, and then your other two are a rookie that has not played a snap yet in the NFL, albeit he's our first-round pick. And then DJ Humphreys, who's okay, but he's not even a skilled position player. I'm sure if we went to some of these other teams at the top, you would have skilled players galore, meaning wide receiver, running back, quarterback, then somebody on the defensive line and a cornerback or safety or something like that, or an edge rusher. We don't even have that. You look at what we got. We got an injured quarterback, a dude that doesn't want to be here, a number two wide receiver, and then two offensive linemen. That's our top five. That's the best. Like right, right now, Jay, if we were like, if this was a high, like, okay, we are consider our roster was a high school team, right? And or we, we go to a gym, it's like, hey, we're gonna get our best five to go up against, you know, whoever. We'll go out there and get on the court and hoop. Okay. You know, all right. Yeah. So this is our best five that we can come up with <laughs> on our roster. Okay. Other, okay. There were teams when I was in high school playing ball and hooping, there were times when we get to the other gym and you know, you're doing your layup drills and stuff, you turn around and look, you're like, oh no, we're gonna kill these two. <laughs> You can just look at that and be like, yeah. So if that's your best, then ooh, wait, good Lord. All right, yes. I stand corrected. Every once in a while, I am open to being to, to being wrong. I love so, the effort, though, Jay. Yeah, I, I, love, I tried, love. man, I tried. <laughs> I, I love the I don't, Good Lord. I, <laughs> I, when I, I just look at teams that, for example, like the Texans, who we're hoping in this upcoming draft, so next year's, next season's draft, to, to be able to hope to, to dominate the the draft because the Texans should be the Texans should be terrible and the Cardinals are probably going to be less than very less than good. Boy, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. I, I would take like if we if and I was I'm, I'm gonna do a little homework, bro. Okay, I'm gonna do a little sniffing around some of the other organizations, their top fives. I'm gonna find the top fives on this list and go through them and see if I can find something worse. But I'm pretty sure. We we deserve to be at the bottom of that list. I'm just saying that much. All right, that's so, the best we can do. So believe in the Arizona Cardinals. You mentioned we've mentioned Buda Baker a couple times. He's in that that five that that core that core five uh, from the previous mentioned uh, article. But when do you draw the line in the sand when players wanting to renegotiate or look to make ex- get extensions? If you're coming in, you're the new guy. You're not the substitute teacher. You're you're now I'm you're you I'm the head man in charge here now, and then you have all these gripes and complaints that are coming with people not wanting to be here. What is you know what? How would you handle that if you were Monty Ossenfort? And do you think that this that Buddha showing up but not participating as he's waiting for to either get an extension or to be able to or to have a trade executed? How does that affect the team at all? Well, the awesome port and, and management, <clears throat> they're in a tough situation because they are new to the party. We we know what the previous regime has done. They've mishandled this whole s- scenario, starting with the quarterback. There was no, absolutely no reason to give Kyler that money early, right? So right. they've already made that mistake. And then you got a soldier here, and I don't, you know, I don't like to use those terms because he's not a soldier; he's an athlete. But you got a, a, a personnel, somebody here, Buddha, who's given, he's bled, uh, sacrificed, played when he was injured over the last few years. He's coming up on that two-year window 
where his contract is going to be up. And he also looks and he knows what this team is going to be, Jay. He knows that for the next year or two, this is going to be straight doo-doo. It's going to be straight garbage. But at the same time, he's going to go out there, throw his body around, try to win, but he knows he's fighting an uphill battle. This is not going to look good. At the same time, he's like, I'm going out there. I'm risking my future, and all I have is two years left on my contract. I want an extension. And management is saying they're they're new. Like I said, they're new. They're like we're we don't look at giving players extensions two years out. So it's like it's like two budding Rams. You know, right? He wants it. The pre now guaranteed. If Kime and Kingsbury had escaped the blade and were still here, right? Mm-hmm. What would they have done, Jay? They would have been like, well, Voodoo's been our dude. You know, we got to take care of him. So yeah. even though it's two years left on the contract, we just re-upped uh, Kyler. So, what? you know, they would have stayed on their same plan. He would have got that money and it probably would have been a nice paycheck because he represents well for the organization. But the new people coming in, they're like, ah, that's not how we roll. We yeah. don't do that. And it's a tough situation because they're looking at Buddha's just a dude to that. What, what I always say to you, Jay, when you're playing sports as a professional mm. and you go to a new organization, I did. I remember when I got traded from the White Sox to the Brewers in 1991. I went from prospect to suspect at a half a minute. Had the same talent ability, yeah. had the same stuff I'd done in my previous years. I didn't fall off or anything like that. I was still young, you know, 22 years old, I think it was. Had all the talent in the world. But I was with a new organization. They're looking at me like, well, you know, we'll take a look. But, you know, you're not our homegrown product. And we're, you know, you're now part of the Brewers. It's the same thing with new management coming in. They are looking at Buddha like, hey, we like what you've done, but you got to show us. Or, you know, I know you've done well for – and they're – man, it's a tough spot to be in. And him showing up, what is he doing, Jay? He's avoiding being fine. Right. Because they can start hitting you in the paycheck a little bit. So he's like, look, I'm sorry, right. you know, I'm going to come, but I'm not doing anything. And I'm sure, you know, they're looking at him. So right now, management is talking to his representation. <laughs> he's just like, he's standing on the sideline with arms crossed, and he's letting them dudes talk to his dudes. He's like, talk to my peeps. You know, he's like, I'm here. You know, and that's when it gets contentious because, you know, they're looking at him like, Buddha, we need you to get out there and you know, we went there trying to teach the young guys and stuff. And Buddha's like, nah, you know, you don't want to take care of me. I'm, you know, I want to trade, and that's what I've said. And so they'll let they'll let everything happen on the backside conversation. But the reason he's here because he don't want you fine. You don't want to lose any of his money. That's why do you think? Mandatory. Do you think that it's difficult for from what we know about Buddha? Do you think that? being on the outside looking in so to speak by not participating in 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 the drill all those types of things that it's difficult for him because he said he would strike me as the kind of guy that wants to be out there but that it's it's look which your agent is saying i'm doing what's best for you i'm I'm, my concern isn't your team my concern is you as my client if this was regular season it would be killing him he's not a dude that wants to miss anything during the regular season we saw that by way of him having that high ankle sprain and he yeah. pushed himself to get back on the field. So if this was regular season, it would be eating him alive. If it was training camp, it might be just, he should you know, just a touch yeah. more. You know, this is mini camp, bro. He is fine. I'm sure he is fine and dandy. 
standing there watching. He's probably staying in good shape doing what he's doing, wherever he's doing it, because I don't think he's at the facility doing this stuff. But he's probably got a personal trainer. He's working out with other dudes somewhere, whether right. it's here or I'm not I'm sure of his you know status of whether he stays with in the offseason or not. I'm sure he is staying in great shape. Nobody's hitting anybody right now. Nobody's, you know, they probably gave him his play, whatever playbooks and the uh, little short meetings and stuff. So he's looking at the stuff. He's just not out there doing anything. And, I'm, I'm, you know, it's not it's not affecting him at all right now because this is no, you know, there's, there's nothing going on that, you know, that he can't be doing as far as getting in shape and stuff on his own. He's just here because, like I say, he doesn't want to lose any money. If you are, if you're Gannon, are you you really have when you're a new coach? I won't even say it again. When you're a new coach and you have these these issues that are coming up, and you're just focused on trying to coach the team and trying to and it trying to install your the plays, the verbiage, your culture, you got to be very careful on what you say because one one little quote that can be taken out of context. Oh oh, that's what he said. Oh no, nah, I really want to be out. Don't is it's it's a slippery slope. You you have to walk very carefully, right? Yeah, and it's all right at this point. It's all coach speak. He's, you know, he's probably talked to to Buddha. They probably had a quick, you know, dap. I'm not sure if they went in for the full hug or anything like that. <laughs> and they'll say all the nice you things. Go for the hug, hey man. I, hey, I mean, what I want, yeah, man. You no, know, you get dap. You know, you get uh, you get a little shoulder. You ain't getting full embrace. Now, if they were to give, if all of a sudden next week we find out, hey, reported that the, the Cardinals have extended Buddha, you know, four years, forty million or whatever it is. Next time you see Buddha, it'd be like full dap, uh, you know. <laughs> but right now, little soldier, you know, right. you know, little might even just do pound, whatever it is. And yeah. Buddha, you know, everybody's gonna say the nice and right things right now. Buddha, Monty, you know, we're working, everything's going on behind the scenes. Buddha, hey, I'm here, you know, got some things going on, but you know, I still love the Cardinals. We'll see what happens. You know, this is a still as of right now, still a good marriage because. Mm-hmm. Nobody's gone outside of the lines and said anything. You know, Buddha did ask for that trade, but he's not being demonstrative about it. You know, we'll, we'll see where it goes. But right now, everybody's playing nice, which is a good thing. Now, as we get closer to the training camp, whew, then it becomes a different situation because now, like I said, Buddha will be either there and participating or if he's going to do this hold in stuff, they might consider that a mutiny on the bounty. And, you know, then they might start, they might ask him if you're not going to participate. Then you need to stay home. We'll figure out what's going because obviously you're getting closer to the regular season. Then so right. we'll see how long everybody plays nice, but and, and and does says and does the right thing. But as of right now, it's all good. I said it's June 14th. You know? yeah. So believe in the Arizona Cardinals when you're coming in again. If you are whether in the corporate world or in the sports world, when you're when you're the new guy, when you're the head one in charge. It's there's different ways that you can go about it. You can come in and try to clear the decks and to to read to start from scratch, or come in and make some tweaks here along the way. With Monty Austin Fort, it seems as if he's trying to essentially kind of clear the decks, so to speak, and build and build a new foundation, and then start to just we got the same plot of land, we just raised everything. And now we're we're kind of starting from scratch. So our the culture is the foundation, and who we're gonna and the drafts and those things. So far, because sometimes I think some folks would think where some maybe GMs or people in his place would say, I'm going to spin, I'm going to wheel and deal, whatever I got to do. If we don't have some draft picks, I'm going to I'm Rob Peter to pay Paul, whatever phrase that you want to use. Are you impressed with what it seems to be 
a measured way of going about this thing? And and then I'll ask the next question after that. So how are you feel? Are you impressed with, with what you've seen or not seen so far? Oh, that's a great question, Jay. I, and it's hard to, right now, they are doing a total strip down of this thing. I'm, I haven't, it's hard to say, I'm, I'm impressed that they're trying. Okay. I, I, the results, like right now, you think about this roster, this, this, there's nothing there. They didn't do anything in free agency, which I understand because they knew they were going to strip it down. So because he came into it, he inherited a bad situation. He did. He really did. Um, you're, you you got a star quarterback that's hurt. You don't know when he's coming back. Uh, you've got let certain players go. Um, you know, didn't resign him. You had JJ Watt retire. Um, you gotta laugh, man. <laughs> oh, on a side note, I just saw that uh, Houston's putting him in their ring of honor. So, yes, sir. You know, so congratulations to JJ Watt. Yes, sir. I, which is, I think he deserved that. Now, the Cardinals, awesome. the Cardinals do it in in turn. No, that's no. so phony. No, he's here for two right, years. Two now. seasons, yeah, two, two seasons. seasons. No, okay. no, no, no. That was all. I digress. But you know, Austin Ford is coming into a tough situation, bro. It is so bad, and I don't know. We're gonna have to take this first season because right now, you know, we'll see when they get to training camp. They're gonna be bad. You know, they'll have all the talk like, "Hey, we're thinking, you know, we got a great roster here. We're gonna go out and." Man, we all know it's going to be a rough season, um, especially before you know before Kyler comes back. Uh, it's it's just broke down right now. So as far as being impressed, I would say uh, hey, I'm impressed with their their cojones, okay, to do what they're doing because when a lot of times what GMs do when they come in, they try to take what's left, you know, like leftover, and like, hey, we're just going to start from here. And then try to build it up, you know, yeah. and that can be good. Sometimes you can find a couple like light grease lightning, fire on a couple things, and you know, you get there a little. This is like, hey, we are going to take steps back. Right. We're gonna be so bad to start out with, but we're okay with that. We're gonna we're gonna go out there, we're gonna find the right guys, and it might take us a couple of years, and we're gonna look probably pretty bad for a little bit of time. But this is this is our program, you know. So I, I give them, I give all mad respect for the fact that they are willing to strip it down. And, you know, we'll see. I'm interested to see what their, their talk is when it's as bad as it, if it is, if it's as bad as it looks, if it does turn out to be like that, you know, how they're going to talk doing that stretch. And they're telling us that we're just a couple players away, but not, not when you strip it down like this. If they come out and say, yeah. look, this is a project. We right now, I saw yeah. something. I think I saw it on Cards Wire that the Cardinals have the lowest projected win percentage for this upcoming season. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, yeah. It is not going to be. It's not going to look good. It's not going. It's going to be rough, bro. It really is. Sometimes when you, I know this won't apply to you because you are a master chef. Sometimes when you're cooking a meal, you're trying to time everything so it's so so it comes out right on time and and it's perfect. And you know that you're supposed to have whatever dish in the oven at 350, but you're behind. So what you do is you turn it up to 375 or 380 because you're trying to accelerate. And next thing you know, it's messed up because you're off your schedule, right? 
the reason I'm mentioning that is right now he's he's got everything three you know three seventy five so he's fine three fifty he's fine right now right because that's his plan. But I wonder if it's so if it looks at the end of the season if it looks so bad will he all of a sudden turn it up? I'm spinning in the off season. I'm doing this. I got to change my plan because you start to become worried. Do you think that that is a possibility? I, I, another great question. I, I think if you have the conviction they're doing what they're doing, you got to have confidence in it and just roll with it. I don't think you can, you know, can't talk your way out of this one at this point. Now, I, I wonder whether when they took over the job, like both him and Gannon, I mean, Osborne and Gannon, and, and then you get into it and you're like, oh my God, what the hell did we get ourselves into? Right. But hey, here's the thing. They signed their contracts. Hopefully, you know, they got some guaranteed money. And hopefully, Bidwell said, hey, I'm not expecting you guys to know what you're doing. I don't expect this to be one of those things where you guys turn it around in a year or two. This is three, four, and five-year project. So do what you do. And that give, that could give them the confidence to, hey, we're going to strip this down. And no matter how bad it looks, initially, we got time on our hands to make this what we need to make it. So – you know, it, it, uh, I've been hanging around you too long because these are starting to come in my head now. <laughs> it's fr- uh, Friday. Smokey, go give me some. Go give me some cigarettes. Gives him a dollar. <laughs> that ain't enough. That ain't enough. Ain't make enough. it enough. So I wonder if Bidwill will say, "Hey, he'll come to Smokey, which is awesome for it, and say, "Hey, give give me to the playoffs." Well, well, this is after this is the first season. I told you that's not enough time. Make it enough time. And get me to the playoffs. I wonder if that's what's going to happen. But interesting, interesting. So these are things that we'll be keeping an eye on, especially as this roster is constructed. And, and what we want to see are is the development of you know of players such as uh, uh, what is it, Cam Thomas? What are the things that he was listed as maybe one of the a secret superstar on the come up? We'll see. Looking at the development of their their rookie uh, offensive linemen, those things are going to be paramount if you're building up this talent so that when it's when you have a more talented roster that you're able to capitalize on it. So, well, you know, here's just the, the 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 everybody's on the clock right now, Jay. Meaning there will be some urgency from general manager to get the right start getting the right players in here. And that starts with dealing with this season first quarterback situation, you know, we'll get through it by halfway through the season. They'll be figuring out is Kyler going to be ready to come back. If he's not, and we're looking abysmal already, let's give him the whole season to rehab. And then there's all these rumors about they might even be looking at the quarterback next year. We don't know. That's just, you know, yeah. so we'll see where that all goes, but then, the other thing is, okay, once we get through this horrible season, you know, then we start concentrating on getting some high, higher paid free agencies, free agency players in here, which is the start of free agency next year. We start getting some more of these long-term contracts because right now right. we signed a bunch of these mid-level guys for one-year deals and stuff like that. You start getting, you know, going to have to spend a little bit, get a couple uh, dudes, some real dudes in here on some real contract, and then the draft again next year. Uh, starting with the core of whatever you're developing here, your Zayvon Collins, Isaiah Simmons, you know, dudes that we're going to be looking to step up and take those next, you know, leaps in their uh, performance. On. So it's a combination of a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. Front office, coaches coaching them up, getting the culture right, and then starting getting the right dudes in here. And then the dudes that are supposed to be the core start playing like they're supposed to be playing. So, I mean, everybody's on the clock. It's going to look ugly. It's going to, oh, my goodness. We 
ooh, who knows what we're in for, Jay? It might be a three or four win season. You're talking about a 17 game season. That's long. That is yeah. long. That is yeah. long. Yeah. We're here. So, on behalf of the one and only Ed Easy Smith, I am Javon Adams, and we are presented as always by Bet Online. We do this thing a couple times a week. We'd be hitting you off on Friday as well. And uh, tell a friend to tell a friend about what we have going on here at Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. And as we always like to say around this time, Ayukin. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.